Hey, real quick, before we dive into the episode, I have a little gift for you. If you head over to cwa.ai solutions, you will find all my podcast episodes organized by the problems they solve and in video form. No login or email needed. So if you want a video version or a solution to any of your problems, head over to cwa.ai solutions. All right, let's get into the episode. I believe that having an understanding of how people work, aka psychology, because everything originates from the brain, all thoughts, actions, moods, temperaments, etc., is a very strong skill that everyone should possess. And sales has really helped me with that, communicating with people, seeing lots of different types of people. So I believe the number two main way that I use knowledge is for relationships and understanding people. Welcome to the Influencer Secrets Podcast, where we explore the true nature of social media and equip you with the vital tools, insights, and wisdom to help you become the best version of yourself. Your journey to reclaiming control of your reality begins here. What is the definition of knowledge? What knowledge do we need to know as individuals to be successful? And where do we find that knowledge? And how do we apply it? These are all valid questions. And the answers to these questions are, by nature, subjective. In today's episode, I want to dive into the true essence of knowledge. Knowledge is not just about facts. It's not just about, can you memorize this thing? Can you get 100% on this test? Knowledge is understanding how things work and applying that to every aspect of your life. I believe that in order for knowledge to be valuable, it has to be able to be applied to the current things in your life in a way that improves those current things, simply put. But before we hop into that, if you don't know who I am, my name is Cole Gonzalez, also known as Cole World on social media. I have over 6 million followers across all my social media platforms. And the reason I'm doing this podcast is to provide you with all the experiences and insights which I've gained so far in my life, with the goal of arming you with all the tools that you need to be capable of success. I want to provide you with the foundations of success. I believe that oftentimes we overlook what really matters. My goal has never been to be successful. My goal has always been, how do I become someone capable of success? And by success, I mean, whatever your definition of it is, if it's achieving a certain thing, if it's being a certain type of person, how do you become more capable of doing that thing? In my opinion, that is the best way to define life. How do you become more capable of doing the thing? Not how do you do the thing? Because you cannot do the thing without being capable of doing it. And what I'm explaining are the foundations of success. Thank you for being here, whether you're new or you're a reoccurring listener. I appreciate you, Coral Army. So let's hop right into it. In this episode, I want to give you four ways which I currently use knowledge. And for the sake of clarity, my definition of knowledge as it stands in this episode is information or skills acquired by a person through experience or education. The first way that I use knowledge is as a decision-making tool. How do we make decisions? Very high level. We have some sort of database of knowledge, some sort of database of experiences to know this is what I should be doing or this is what I should not be doing. For example, why do you know not to touch a hot stove? You either A, in the past have burnt yourself, or B, have been told enough times growing up that you probably should not touch a hot stove. That is knowledge, information by which you operate off of to make decisions. And you're probably like, okay, cool, nice point, I know that. Well, let me see if we can apply that to a larger scale, such as business and a decision-making tool. Over the past few months, I've been working with a lot of developers, specifically a lot of back-end developers, developers that work with Python, JavaScript, databases, and so many other things which I used to have no understanding of, no knowledge of. Last month was the last time I allowed myself to make this mistake. I hired a developer to help me with an automation flow 
And I put up a job post that was fairly general. And the reason it was general was because I didn't understand the mechanisms by which this flow was going to be built through. I didn't understand the coding. I didn't understand the database. And that was my fault. As a result of this, I put up a job post that was very broad. And guess what happened? This developer came in. He was not fit for the role. He ended up overcharging us because he spent a ton of time trying to learn things which we were trying to have him do. And I was essentially saying, hey, we need you to do this when I didn't even know how to do it myself. Now, taking a step back and talking about using knowledge as a decision-making tool, my lack of knowledge in the situation led to me making a decision, aka hiring this developer, that was a poor decision. The first step to understanding a problem, the first step to finding solutions in your life is understanding the problem. I want you to think about your own life. If you were able to make the right decision, and that is subjective by nature, but if you were able to make the correct decision every single time, a decision that led to you getting closer to your goal, where would you be right now? I think that oftentimes we know what knowledge we need to acquire because we make poor decisions. And as a result of that poor decision, it tells us we are lacking knowledge in that area and that is where we need to learn. For example, over the past few months, I've been hiring subpar developers for jobs which they were not fit. And it took me a few times to realize, wait, I see a pattern. These developers are not good. Is it their fault or my fault? It's my fault. I don't have the knowledge to make this decision. So oftentimes when you make a bad decision, you get a bad outcome. It is telling you inherently that you are lacking knowledge in that field. And you want to identify those poor decisions or those wrong decisions that lead to an outcome that you didn't want. And you want to say, wait, this is providing me with the framework to learn more. So that is the number one way which I use knowledge. Number two, what is the second way which I use knowledge? For relationships. In my early years, relationships were a mystery to me. I didn't understand how people really worked. I was a small fish in a big sea that was very insecure and lacked an understanding of the human psyche. Especially back in high school, if you guys don't already know, I used to be extremely insecure. And of course, I'm human. I still have insecurities right now. But back then, they were very bad. But that is because I never took time to understand human psychology. I never took time to really assess how people worked. And at that time as well, I had not been in sales. I had not developed any experience, any knowledge of how to navigate relationships. Understand that knowledge comes through experience. How do I know this? Because no matter how many times I tell you something, oftentimes you're going to have to learn yourself. And then maybe you'll think back to, oh, Cole actually might have told me that or Cole went through that as well. But oftentimes this is just how it works. Most people need to experience the thing themselves in order to change, which sucks, but that's just how humans work. You could tell someone, save your money, save your money or invest your money here or don't do this or don't do that. And have you noticed how oftentimes people still do that thing? Interesting, right? But going back to relationships, through my first sales job and doing sales in Web3 and marketing and starting social media and really just putting myself out there, I started to understand that humans work a certain way. And oftentimes they work in a very similar way. Over 90% of the thoughts and the actions that people execute every single day are the same as the day before. Oftentimes we like to think that we're doing something different. And humans like to think that we're doing something unique every day. But the reality is that oftentimes we're living on repeat. So if you can recognize patterns in individuals and how they think, then you will have a strong grasp and understanding of what will happen as a result of certain inputs. Meaning, if you know that one of your friends or someone in a relationship is going to act a certain way, it is your job to feed the input or step in 
to that moment and say, hey, I recognize this. This is how we're going to change it. And you can do that for yourself as well. I believe that having an understanding of how people work, aka psychology, because everything originates from the brain, all thoughts, actions, moods, temperaments, etc., is a very strong skill that everyone should possess. And sales has really helped me with that, communicating with people, seeing lots of different types of people. So I believe the number two main way that I use knowledge is for relationships and understanding people, whether it's intimate relationships, friendships, or business relationships. Understanding what makes people tick and leveraging that in an ethical way and serving their needs in accordance with how they tick and what makes them tick will make you a very influential person. If I had a notebook right now, I'd write that quote down myself. Number three, I use knowledge as a leadership tool. This sort of relates back to number one. The best way for me to put this is to give you an example. Let's say that you are the captain of a sports team or the captain of some sort of team. Maybe you're the lead singer in choir, whatever that may be. You're the leader. What happens when you're the leader? The rest of the team looks up to you, but they look up to you for what? Guidance information, expertise. If you are the captain of, let's say, a soccer team and you're playing center back and you are seeing the whole field in front of you, if you only have knowledge of the position that you are currently in, aka center back, and you know nothing about the left back, the right back, the midfield, the forwards, the wingers, you know nothing about any other positions. Not even You don't even know about the goalkeeper, which, granted, you wouldn't have to oversee as much because he's guiding you. But for the sake of this example, you only know about your position. Now, let's say that you guys are losing, right? But you only have knowledge of your position, but you're the captain. You're supposed to know all the other positions in front of you. You're supposed to be able to talk to your team at halftime and give them feedback on where they're going wrong. If this example isn't making sense, which I hope it is, another example would be if you were the boss of a company, but you don't understand any of the roles at your company. If you do not have knowledge of the positions around you and you're expected to lead, what happens? You can't lead. To be an effective leader or simply just an effective person in life, you need to know what good looks like in all the roles around you. If you're the captain of a soccer team, you need to know how all the positions work and not just how all of them work, but what actually is the definition of good them doing that role or that position on the soccer field good so you can guide them in accordance with that definition of good, your understanding of what it means to play that position in accordance with the rest of the team. In a business, it is your job if you are the boss or CEO or more specifically the head of HR to understand all the roles of the employees, all the roles of the people working at your company. If you do not understand them, you cannot expect them to operate in a way that is beneficial to the company and therefore you. In other words, if you were just an individual in life and you don't want to be a big leader, sure, that's fine. But you need to understand the roles of everyone in your life. You need to understand what does it look like to be a good friend to me. You need to understand what does it look like to be a good parent to me if you're lucky enough to have a parent or multiple parents. If you have definitions of good in terms of roles around you in your life, whether it's a good partner, by partner I mean an intimate partner that you're dating or married to, a good brother, a good sister, a good parent, a good cousin, whatever it is, if you can have a definition of what that looks like and you can understand their role in your life and then you can combine that with your understanding of them, then you can understand if that person, and I might step on some toes here, but if that person is worth your time, if that person is benefiting you or hurting you, and then you can act accordingly. For example, let's say that you have a deep understanding of what you want in a friend and you know what it's like to be a great friend. If you have an understanding of what that is, when you look around your friend group, anyone who doesn't meet that expectation 
for that level is someone which you can identify and you can say, wait, this person is actually hurting me more than helping me. And you can apply that to any part of your life. Yo, real quick, I've put together an awesome resource for you over at cwa.ai slash solutions. It's a collection of all of the podcast episodes organized by the problems that they're going to help you solve. And guess what? You can get them all in video format, no email or login needed. So if you want a video version of the show, or if you have a specific issue which you want to address and solve, head over to cwa.ai slash solutions. All right, back to the episode. So having knowledge of people, having knowledge of what it means to have a certain role in your life, whether it's a friend, family member, teammate, business partner, anything, by understanding their role in your life and defining that and setting an ideal expectation in your own head and then communicating that, you can understand if people are meeting those. In other words, you cannot expect to be a leader or to have the things that you want in life in terms of relationships if you cannot deeply understand the roles of others in your life and how they are affecting you and how you want them, most importantly, how you would want them to affect you. I hope that makes sense. And this is a more broad point, but the last point I want to talk about is quite obvious. I like to use knowledge as a catalyst for personal growth. And you're probably like, okay, that makes sense. But what do you mean by that? I personally truly enjoy learning because the more that I learn, the more leverage that I have over everything that I do. For example, understanding neuroscience, while some people may think it's boring, I think it's very cool. You want to know why I think it's cool? Because it applies to every single part of my life. Understanding how dopamine works, serotonin, epinephrine, norepinephrine, adrenaline, acetylcholine, and on and on and how to optimize my sleep and how to optimize my energy, my dopamine, that plays a role in my ability to do what I love, which is work and build my first company. Understanding business and how to hire people helps me understand how to further improve my relationships and vice versa. Understanding psychology and sales helps me understand business and hiring people and understanding psychology also helps me understand marketing and business. And recently I've been learning how to code and understanding how to code helps me understand the back end of the business and it helps me connect other information such as psychology and people and pattern recognition and machine learning with psychology and how humans work. I believe that all this information in our life is intertwined and it depends on how you look at learning. And I believe that unfortunately we are being taught through the current system to not learn as much. What do I mean by that? The way that people currently are being taught to learn in school is wrong in my opinion. And the reason I say this is because we are going down a route in society where no longer will your knowledge be measured by your ability to read a book and memorize a topic that may or may not be used later in your life. Rather, I believe that the most powerful individuals in the world will be able to leverage the internet and especially AI and GPT technologies to multiply their leverage in life. It's not, do you remember this thing and can you pass a test on it? But it's, how do you use this knowledge in combination with all the tools that are present in our society today, such as the internet? and ChatGPT and AI technologies, how do you leverage all those things together to solve problems in the real world right now? Because in the real world, if you have a problem, you don't get a test in front of you and then a pencil and then have to scribble in a bubble. But what happens is you say, oh shit, I'm running into this problem. Let me recall the knowledge I have and combine that with any other possible tools I can to find the best solution possible. Anyways, what I'm saying is that I really hope that this podcast presents knowledge in a way that is unique and robust to you. And I want you to understand that once you're done with school, the real world is different. It's not the same. And school taught me that knowledge is not fun and learning is not fun, but it is. It's amazing. And I challenge you to continue to find new ways to learn outside 
of the typical ways which you've been taught through school. That's why I talk about ChatGPT. That's why I talk about all these AI technologies, all these AI plugins that you can use through Chrome and so many other things. That's why I talk about topics that aren't talked about in school, such as understanding your mind and psychology and sales and business and relationships and things that really matter in the real world. And let me just say, I'm not shitting on school because I believe that school, at least up until high school, provides you with the basic knowledge to go and decide what you want to do. But I think it's all about what works for you. And what works for me is not going through a cookie cutter process and reading through a textbook, but leveraging my ability to understand how to use certain tools online to get access to information 10 times quicker and 100 times more customizable to my specific questions and understanding as opposed to how the current school system works. And that's why I'm not in school, because I can have access to information and get access to information quicker myself than sitting in a class and listening to a template structure and sometimes outdated information system. And like I said, I'm not against college. I'm not for college. I'm just sharing my opinions. I know a lot of people that have done very well who have gone to school and a lot of people that are about to do very well. So it totally depends on your own situation. But the one thing that I know is that if you do what everyone else does, you'll end up like everyone else. To summarize this episode, there's four main ways that I see knowledge. I see it as a decision-making tool. Knowledge allows you to make better decisions. When you make poor decisions, recognize that you made a poor decision, confront it, and then ask yourself, what knowledge am I lacking that led me to make this poor decision? Find that knowledge or acquire that knowledge. And in the future, you won't make that same mistake. But if you are someone who can't confront your mistakes, it'll be very hard for you to learn. This is something that I had to confront early on. Whenever I would make mistakes, my ego blinded me. And I said, eh, it doesn't matter. I guess I just made a mistake. I'll just keep doing it. And then I would keep doing it, and doing it over and over again until I finally learned, wait, I think I'm lacking the knowledge here. Let me take a step back and go and learn this. Number two, I use knowledge as a way to improve the foundation of my relationships, especially when it comes to emotional intelligence, psychology, just understanding what makes people tick. I believe it's extremely important that we are always improving our knowledge on people and how they operate. Communication skills and sales are two of the most important things to understand, no matter what job you decide to go into or what opportunity or what path or what business you build. Number three, I use knowledge as a leadership tool. It is always my goal to completely understand the roles of everyone around me in my life, how they affect me, how I would like them to operate. And this goes down to relationships with my family, with my friends, and then also in my business. It is my goal to completely understand everyone else's point of view, who they are, and then how I would like them to play a role in my life. Because if I cannot define that, then I'm just guessing. And number four, and we talked a lot about this one, I use knowledge as a tool for personal growth. We're going towards a society where knowledge is going to be defined as not how much do you know, but how much do you know in combination with the tools that we have available at our fingertips. Technology is moving very fast, and it is not about what can you come up with in your mind, but it's how can you leverage the information in your mind with the tools you have outside of yourself to come up with solutions to current problems. That is where I believe the world is going. I challenge everyone in the Core World Army to always be seeking more knowledge. And the only way that we can do that is by dropping our egos and understanding that someone always knows more than us. The moment that you think you're an expert in something, and the moment that you are unwilling to learn more, is the moment that you have just destroyed your capability to become the best version of yourself. I always sit on this podcast and tell you guys that I am always learning. I'm not perfect. I'm going to make a lot more mistakes in my life, and that's okay. And you are too, and that's okay. But it is always our goal to learn and grow together. So thank you for being here, and I'll see you in the next one, Coral Army. Coral Army.